It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Imagine You're the One. And our scripture reference for today is taken from Matthew chapter 18, verses 10 through 14. And as always, may the Lord add His blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. How does it feel to know there is an angel who stands in the presence of God each day that is appointed to you? Honestly, the thought overwhelms me a bit. Remember the song, I Can Only Imagine? It speaks of the thrill of finally being in God's presence. What are we to do then? Like the song, I've wondered what my heart would feel. How would that moment play out for me? What would be my reaction? And then I think about another of the angels of God being in the presence of the Almighty and actually thinking of me. Now, I don't entirely know what it means for us to have an angel. Does God need them? And certainly not. But it seems like they are a part of the way the Lord cares for us. Again, I'm just not sure how. We're talking about angels today because of something Jesus once said in Matthew 18. He said, take care that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you, in heaven, their angels continually seek the face of my father in heaven. Whoa, that almost sounds like a threat. It's as if your angel is going to sick God on whomever is not caring for you, little one. One of the questions we have is who the little ones are. Did Jesus mean children? Children were thought to have their place, and it wasn't an esteemed place. Remember when the disciples of Jesus shooed children away from Jesus? Let the little children come to me, is the reminder on probably every Sunday school wall. There's also the idea that by little children, Jesus implies those who have the same kind of social clout as children, or lack thereof. This would mean the poor, the weak, and those on the margins. Like children, they are often ignored, manipulated, or abused. Interestingly, Jesus' subtle angel threat comes after he has warned anyone about putting a stumbling block before any little ones. Then he says to throw yourself in the sea with a millstone tied around your neck. Cut off your foot, hand, or eye if it causes you to make another stumble. Now he seems to apply that God will take care of you instead. As you can hopefully tell, Jesus really cares about this. Whether it's actual children or those on the margins, let me ask you, How much would you say the church cares for the little children today? I think to answer that question more faithfully, we need to unpack what we mean when we say care. In the shortest way I can think to say it, caring means loving them into the kingdom of God. Think about it. Jesus goes on to give an illustration. A shepherd loses one of his 100 sheep. What does he do? I'll tell you what he doesn't do. He doesn't complain about the sheep's tendency to get lost. He doesn't compare the one sheep to the other 99. He doesn't tell the other 99 they deserve to be taken care of more since they didn't get lost. And the shepherd certainly is not bitter about doing whatever it takes to find the one sheep. 
No, the shepherd leaves the 99 to find the one. So let me ask you again, how much does the church care for the little children today? When it comes to those on the margin, it often feels like we begrudgingly serve. When it comes to children, I wish we would just confess that we were willing to lose an entire generation to faith just because we didn't like their music. My point is this. God appoints angels to look over each of us. That's a blessing, right? The church then should be the angels God uses here and now. If caring for the little ones was such a priority to Jesus, shouldn't it be for us as well? Remember that Jesus said the shepherd rejoices when he finds the one sheep. Think of the joy that would fill our hearts and our churches when we do the same. Stay blessed.